Welcome to the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast. I am Ross. And I, as usual, am Gordon. So, what type of discussion or rant are you thinking about this? Well, I will try not to rant, but I'm not always successful in that regard. I want to talk about video. Again. Really? Have you heard the phrase, beating a dead horse? And of course, I'm only asking this for a friend, you understand? Oh, I, I, I understand. Yes, I often equate that phrase to another one, talking to the wall. But I can't help myself because shooting video with any mirrorless and most all DSLRs is just so darn easy. It's not a plea to those who are not doing video, it's a shot across the bow to yet again identify a missed opportunity. Well, to be direct with you, um, the rare occasions when I do shoot video, and I have to admit, I think I shoot more video in the camera club than most of the others do. I do so in, on my iPhone. It's incredibly simple. I don't have to think about shutter speeds, apertures, ISO, frame rate, or any of the other rigmarole that typically shows up when we talk about video with our better cameras. I get excellent video, more than good enough with my iPhone. So why would I even bother to shoot video with my good camera? if the phone is good enough. But maybe I should point out that we are dealing with two related but different subspecies of fish, if you want to call it that. The first of the videos that we would shoot would be a clip or a short video designed to capture a brief wrinkle in time it's spontaneous, instantaneous, and no forethought is required. And it comes out pretty much as it comes out. And I think sometimes people, when we talk about video, they think about the second type, which is a conscious decision to capture events into some kind of a cohesive photo video where the, all the above criteria are nullified and are replaced by planning, thinking, and a degree of skill in composition. And maybe that is what turns people off. Uh, they see that they've got all the stuff that they have to do to get a video, and they don't do it. But the one thing that doesn't necessarily change is the equipment. Both can be shot on smartphones or a DSLR or a mirrorless camera. And I, when I was researching some of this, I actually saw a reference to Spielberg, who shot one of his movies almost entirely on a cell phone, which I thought was impressive. Well, you're actually on point for this, although when I say it that way, it sounds like I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. And the reason I say that is because you said something about RAW on the last episode we recorded, indicating that lots of people taking pictures don't care about RAW, 
and many don't even know what it is other than yet another menu option. I felt that statement was both insightful and factually slash statistically correct. Consequently, I've decided for starters to step back when I talk about video to talking about video on the smartphone. For you and I, those are iPhones. But for those who use Android-powered phones, they do video just as well. Uh, yes. Um, maybe the Android ones in some ways are, from what I've seen on some of their cameras, maybe better. But didn't you just buy a 6K video camera? I did, and it's amazing. But I accept that I'm in the minority of photographers who also shoot video, and so I don't fit into that average photographer group that you speak of. When I do speak to serious videographers, they are a very different group of people, or, to your phrase, a different kind of fish. <laughs> so are you suggesting that you are, um, shall we say, abnormal? Certainly. Just don't call me Abby. <laughs> and if you don't get that, go watch Young Frankenstein. A fine film. Okay. All right, so I admit that I have shot video on my iPhone. I think I even told you that I have been working on shooting with the iPhone in the horizontal instead of the vertical position. Since... It makes sense to me because all my displays and TV are horizontal longer than they are vertical. And to shoot and display a vertical video on those gives you the video down the middle and two black bars on the side, which is awful. Okay, but now it's who, who is abnormal. Okay. okay. But I agree. <laughs> vertical video just looks dumb to me. But since I don't use social media... I don't get it. I don't shoot that way. So anyway, let's get to the point of smartphone video shot in whatever orientation you prefer, because that's up to the person. Let's say that you're going to go out and shoot a video clip, one of those spontaneous type videos. What do you do? Well, usually if it's going to be spontaneous, it's happening fairly quickly. So I go to the camera, ca camera app on my phone, tap the selection for video, and then start shooting and stopping and when I'm done. It really doesn't take any more than that. Well, I can't disagree. You're absolutely right. Now you've got a video. What do you do with it? Well, either I keep it, if it's any good, or throw it away if I don't like the results. Just like my photographs, I think. And certainly in this day and age, the ability to review what you've done is almost is instantaneous. Not almost instantaneous. It is instantaneous. Well, what about audio, the sound? So what about it? It's there. It could be bad or decent. And if it's decent, I leave it alone. And if it's really, really, really bad, I guess it goes out the window with the, with the video. I find editing to be tedious, and uh, from what I've heard in the past, it's... I don't want to bother to learn to do video editing at all. And that's fair. And really, it is about what you want to do. 
but it doesn't preclude you from making videos from time to time. I think it's also representative of a lot of folks who shoot video on their smartphones. It's truly what we call run-and-gun video. Nothing fancy, no titles, no special audio or video post-production. Shoot it and use it, or don't use it and chuck it. Yeah, well, that works for a lot of people. And it works for me, most. I'm not trying to make a cinematic masterpiece, or a web show, or a tutorial. I just want the video of my grandkids sliding headfirst down the slide into the pool. I have seen you do a bunch of tutorials in the past, and I think, as I remember it, that you spent more time editing or showing us how to edit than you actually did the shoot. Well, that is in fact true. The shooting is the easy part, because I'm comfortable in front of the camera as an instructor, and while I'm not an actor, I am okay in front of a camera doing a review. I wanted the final product to look and sound great. In retrospect, it was probably more work than necessary, because I was spending more time in the editing suite than I was behind the camera, and that got tiresome fairly quickly. That's why starting with a smartphone makes so much sense for most people, because you don't have to edit. You don't, if you don't want to. Yeah, well, you know, we, uh, I guess we should recognize that we are talking predominantly about the non-video shooter. But there's, we have to appreciate that there is a whole generation out there who pretty much shoot nothing but video. And the huge advantage, obviously, is that the phone is always with us or with them. The camera that is present, that you have present, is usually the best camera around. The smartphone does that computational stuff. And regardless of the lighting or the pretty much all the other adverse things you could be doing, the videos look great without all kinds of extra gear. I've seen add-on stuff for the smartphones uh, and for video. Too complicated, too costly, and I think for most of us, we would not carry that gear with us. Well, that has also been factually proven to be true by the lack of success in camera stores of all these add-on bits of gunk for smartphones. They brought it in, and nobody bought it. Yeah. So I think, again, you're right for a lot of people. No, I did buy some add-ons for the phone. I have a DJI stabilizer for my iPhone, and it's built so if I'm going to shoot clips while I'm moving, well, it does amazing stabilization. The problem, though, is that I have to remember to take it with me. And since the iPhone video show, stores some limited gyro stabilization info, I may not need it, and so I tend to forget it more often than not. And if the, you know, jumping around in the video is really bad and I still need to keep it, I do have video editing software that I use for professional work that has pretty darn decent stabilization capabilities. So as long as I've left enough space in my frame, the stabilization works great and doesn't cut into the important stuff at all. Sounds great. 
but let's face it, I'm not never going to get one myself. I do, however, try to follow some of the common guidelines about shooting lots of short clips instead of one long one, and so shake is less of an issue with me. And it's easy enough to combine the clips together into a single thing if I need to. I have a Mac, so I have iMovie. I guess uh, that's something similar for Windows, but I don't use Windows, so I don't really care about it. Yeah, I get that. Mac users are somewhat spoiled in the realm of video. Windows users can use the Photos Legacy product, which is free from the Microsoft Store, or use the free version of ClipChamp. And I've looked at it, it strikes me as kind of a limited sort of clone of Adobe Express. And if you're already paying for the Adobe Photographer's Bundle, as a still photographer, you get the full version of Adobe Express at no extra cost, and it's really pretty powerful. But, like you, I'm a Mac user, and iMovie is a killer video app that doesn't require a ton of skill, unless, and this is a weird one, you're already a trained video editor, in which case it may confuse the heck out of you. <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. Serious videographers will typically use a more sophisticated editor, but... Let's face it, not everyone needs to learn the high-end stuff, and a lot of people, to your point, don't want to. Yeah, uh, you know, we've, we've talked so often about, well, you know, you can use iMovie, and it's very easy to put together, and we have seen no proof that any of the people in that we associate with have actually ever produced a movie, except, except one who did it for a family affair. So this is not a problem for me. I have no particular interest in learning to be a video editor. The most I want to do is to trim clips and put them together, and I can do that very easily in iMovie on my iPhone, which when I was researching this again, I went and looked again, and I saw that I had iMovie on my phone, Along with the other apps that come with being a Mac user. And one of the articles I looked at mentioned iMovie for iPhone. So I pulled it up and I took a look at it. And I suddenly realized that it has a whole bunch of things there that will allow me to produce a movie right there in my iPhone before I do anything else with it just tap on Magic Movie or in the iMovie app and pick the clips you want to put together and voila, the phone spits out a movie with transitions and changes and titles. and So if this is going to do all the work for me, I mean, what's to lose? It couldn't, couldn't be easier. I agree. And as part of the preparation for our episode today, I did spend some time working with iMovie on the phone. You know, basically tried to forget everything I know about professional video editing <laughs> and found that Magic Movie was absolutely amazing. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, the I'll use these clips. Yeah, put them in this order. Trim this. Okay, I'll take titles. Yeah, sure. I'll take background music. I'm not going to pick it. Let the app pick it. 
And it was stunningly easy. And I think non-professional video editors who think they are should be very scared. <laughs> it's really that good. And so I agree with you again. And that's why I'm repositioning my encouragement to still photographers who are still not doing any video to try it on their smartphone. It doesn't take any time and it does an amazing job and you have no settings to faff about with. Now on my iPhone, I can choose frame rates and zooms and all that crap. But the real benefit is not having to make any settings at all. Yes. I point it and I go. Yep. Although I have to point out that not all smartphones uh, have all these capabilities. So if you have an older smartphone, you may be somewhat limited, but limited is a limited word in this case, because what you'll still be able to do more things with that than you could otherwise. So to summarize what you've talked about so far, your phone is always with you. To use it is simplicity itself. It's continually updating its abilities. You know, you keep getting iOS something, something, number something. And every time you update the iOS, you next time you go back into the app, you find it's different. It allows you to do time-lapse video just by clicking your finger. Ditto with slow motion, which is absolutely amazing. If a kid's jumping off a cliff and you want to see him hit the water really hard, Depending on the phone and the version and the maker, like you like you mentioned, it allows you choice of frame rate, grid lines for composition, and like on any uh, device editing capabilities, which allow you to convert a very blah sort of a video into something with a lot of bling. So my advice, and you didn't ask for it, but you're going to get it, Tap on the camera app, choose the video option, and then just start shooting clips. Birds at your feeder, pets that are being adorable, grandkids doing things that make you laugh, flowers in the breeze, whatever. Then take the time to sit down and just look at what you record. Some of it is going to be a more powerful memory than the still image because of the motion and maybe the audio. You really cannot lose. Well, folks, you heard it right here. For the moment, if you're not doing video on your good camera, that's okay. But give it a try on your smartphone, because you're missing out. Right on, as we used to say. And that one sentence points me perfectly into my genre. And my other hero, Red Green, would also say by enclosing, but... We can change if we must. For the maker of better photos and videos, I am Gordon. And I am Ross. If you shop at B&H Photo Video, please do so through the link on our site. It costs you nothing and supports the channel. And until next time, peace.